0: Hello everyone, it's Louisa, and for my second podcast I'm going to be talking about a very familiar story um, that I'm sure many of you have grown up either reading or watching the movie, and that is Dr. Doolittle. Now many of you have probably seen the 1998 movie starring Eddie Murphy, but many people don't know the man behind the story or where this very creative plot um, came from. It can be traced all the way back to World War I, and it can be traced to a man named Hugh Lofting, who was a civil engineer turned soldier of World War I. Lofting began the story um, of Dr. John Doolittle, the doctor who traveled all over the world, and through his ability to talk to animals, was able to help them um, while he was down in the muddy trenches fighting for the British Army. so Lofting uh, had a family back home that included a wife and three children, and not wishing to tell them the brutalities of war he began these fun and imaginative letters which later became the foundation of the dr doolittle novel series that many of us enjoyed growing up so just some background on hugh lofting he was born in berkshire england to an english father and irish mother and after being educated at mount saint mary's in berkshire he spent some time abroad in the u.s and he took classes at the massachusetts institute of technology he became a civil engineer and traveled um, not only to and from the U.S., but ended up in Canada, Cuba, and Africa as part of his work. He definitely had his heart and mindset on traveling from a very early age. This um, all changed, though, when Europe in 1914 broke out into World War I, and he enlisted into the Irish Guard Regiment of the British Army. So the idea of Dr. Doolittle came to Lofty when he was deep down in the trenches and after he saw the destruction of regimental horses wounded in battle, and the six inspired him to go and write this very creative plot so he was trying to find a way to write home to his family especially his children without divulging the true experiences that he was having out there his experience he claimed were often too horrible or too dull and wanted to protect his family from the gruesome details now yes he was writing home to his children but i also think that this was an escape for lofting himself Earlier in the semester, we talked about coping with life in the trenches, and this included poetry, writing, theater, music, all of that created a very strong sense of community among the men. And these stories, I think, were his escape for more. He was able to develop the story, and even if it was for a short time, maybe forget about war, what was going on, and create this connection with his children and just with being home in 1918 lofting was injured he was shot in the leg and was sent home Uh, he took his family and they moved to connecticut and his wife having kept all of the letters that he had written um encouraged him to publish them into a book so on his voyage to the u.s coincidentally he sat next to a very famous british poet and novelist cecile roberts that name may sound familiar and roberts encouraged him and after hearing his stories, ended up introducing Lofting to the man who would later publish Lofting's um, stories. Robert says he never saw him again, but after he heard of Lofting being published, he received a book and a handwritten thank you note from him. So clearly this was a great idea, and um, they caught on. So he spent most of his time afterwards um, writing more of the series, he spent some time lecturing, and was really known for reading his story to children. So the Dr. Doolittle story obviously became popular and was published as a whole series in 1920 and then was turned into the popular film starring Eddie Murphy in 1998. Now, we wouldn't think of this story as originating from a man that's deep in the muddy trenches of World War I. Um, This story is marked with innocence and creativity and very fun adventures, Um, but it's important to kind of know where it came from and know how literature and writing and all that stuff played into the men of World War I as well. Sometimes their letters, their stories, and their diaries were their only connection to their home life.